What up, what up, what up? Yo, this is the All Man Podcast. Oh, man. No All Man? Just strong, silent type. Uh, well, we are redefining masculinity in life, love, and style when it comes to the modern day society. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Andrew. You know, a man who understands that he's a man. I'm the other host, Tony Davis, and I think that you should look people in the eye and speak loudly. And I'm the other host, Wayne Brown, and quite frankly, I stumbled upon these gentlemen outside, and apparently we're doing a production, so, oh man, I like it. <laughs> All right. Oh man, so, yo, so we here, so you told me you had a story, though, when we was getting started. Yes, so, um... We're going to get into some candid discussion as we usually do as men. Um, recently, I, I advised these gentlemen. I had a conversation. You was advising us? I was advising you guys okay. that I had right. I had a conversation with uh, an older counterpart. Yeah, it's, you just, just, just rock with me. Rock with me. Um, with an older counterpart. And he was basically giving me his opinion on the state of males and millennials and how he put it so eloquently is uh, these young men act like bitches. But the funny part about that initial story is, is that there were a few f females that were around. We were having general conversation about men and women roles. And he, he prefaced the statement by saying, um, I, I would much rather have a woman who is quiet and in the background because I feel like my woman should be quiet, you know, Seen and not heard. Wow. I know 20 women just cut this off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but this podcast is designed to talk from the male perspective. It so, is. So ladies, don't cut it off Don't yet. cut don't it cut off. off, it off learn something. Don't cut it off. Now, the odd part about that is, is I was engaged when he said that because I knew it was a hot take. He did it intentionally because that particular female was feeding into the conversation that he had for him. Yeah. So she immediately reacted and was like, oh, what do you mean by that? What, how could you say that? He's like, well, hold. Just wait one second. Let me explain. Wait, Debo. That's a female. <laughs> no, he didn't say like, hold, like, oh. He okay. was like, just hold up. All like, right. let me explain. And by the time I get, and these are his words, by the time I get done explaining, you might agree with me. Okay. And naturally, she, you know, oh, no, I don't think so, blah, 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 blah. Well, well, just hear me out first. But in the midst of him giving his opinion about that he made a comment that segued into what he thought about the current status of young men and what he felt was the problem in society right now. And basically, again, he led with that statement, you know, a lot of these young men act like bitches. In a sense, they feel entitled. They feel a certain way. They feel like they don't have to do nothing. And then they feel like they can approach a woman with nothing and do nothing and be nothing and still feel entitled about such. I said, wow. He was like, yeah. He was like, it's not all young men, but it's a, a, a vast majority of these young men out here. Millennials, as he used again. Okay. Because I try to use that kind of loosely because by definition, technically, I'm a millennial. I don't think you are. I am. Yeah, we, I'm, yeah. at, I'm right at the beginning. Yeah, we all, we all, if you're under the age of 36, I think. Yeah, well. 37. 37. 37. 37. 37. That's the last year. So. Um, no wonder why you guys are different. You're new age guys. Keep going. Please, let me, and we'll get to that, your little comments. 
uh, just like his little hat. So, <laughs> but he, he began to explain um, the differences in what he thought the upbringing of some men were in his age, and I'm, I'm assuming this gentleman is anywhere in his late 40s to 50s, to now, which is anywhere between late teens and early 20s. How do you feel about it? I, well, to me... Or did you agree with anything that he said? I, I did agree with some of his points, because to me they were valid. Uh, he spoke a lot about, in the interim of him trying to explain, he said, <clears throat> excuse me, he said that what they were lacking was a sense of responsibility. And then we started to talk, talk about accountability and responsibility. And guys, uh, we actually had you know some pre-production conversation um, a couple of days ago where we spoke about the differences between accountability and responsibility. So um, the irony of me talking about that with that gentleman and then us having a discussion about it in pre-production, it just made it more um, prominent to talk about tonight. All right, so delve into what your thoughts are. Right. So I thought that his points about how some young men feel entitlement and then that therein makes them feel entitled for lack of a better words. That's what he was considering them as being the bitch, you know, because they feel like they can do whatever and still get whatever and, you know, do one thing, get something for nothing in a way. And I felt like a lot of the well, millennials that I encounter, they do feel a sense of entitlement. I don't want to necessarily call them a bitch, but because I don't know them personally, you know what I mean? But like on a light touch and go interaction, I'm like, well, damn, like, why you feel like that, bro? In a like, certain in a certain degree, you can call them a bitch. You don't know them. Right, right. I'm like, that. that's, yeah. you know, like we'll have a conversation. I'll be like, man, that's some bitch shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the mantra for them. You know what I mean? Like, I, this, is, <laughs> this is what I do. Like, what you mean is some bitch shit? Like, this is how I move around. Do you think that has to? How do you think society plays a role in that? Or or modern parenting? I mean, modern well, people it, it, our age. It depends on how you look at it. Because in the general scheme of things, I, I, you can make general assumptions about anybody. What do you see? But I see uh, it's a wedge drawn between generational. Uh, well, it's a wedge drawn between um, some of the younger people and some of our age. Well, not our age, but in general, like between late thirties to early twenties, and then you know late teens to early twenties, so it's like right in between, like maybe like I don't know twenty, like early twenties to mid twenties. It's somewhat of a divide because you can kind of see a transition, and I don't know if it's the, because it directly correlates with generational parenting and how people were raised from one point to another. Or when you start talking about those titles like millennials, and I don't even know what the fuck they call in the next generation after the millennials. But it's it's a culmination of parenting and what people thought was okay to raise their children by, the regard they used to raise their children by. Because now you talk about people, it takes a village. Where's the village now? Yeah, that's all gone. Right, everything is or, everything. Or, or the the village has become has has evolved a bit because now we live in digital communities. But that with with those things come different ways to connect. Because I wanted to make sure that we were being very clear as far as what we're defining bitchness, um, as right. well as well as <clears throat> when he said responsible. Because again, 
there's a difference between you holding yourself accountable and then you holding yourself responsible. So I want to make sure we didn't deviate too far from those two things. Right. Because if by some people's, some men's definition, being a bitch is being emotional. Well, my my development or the the uh, reinterpretation of that would be being emotionally undisciplined and mm-hmm. just flying off at the handle, right? Because right. a lot of cats would be like, man, yeah, you, man, being emotional, yeah, that is some bitch shit. And then they get mad every two seconds, like right. anger is an emotion, yeah, right? Emotion. Right. Or when your father, for cats who have fathers, if we're gonna talk about fatherless, a father society, if it's, if it's uh, actually kind of ties into. If your father was angry and then you started crying and you said you was emotional, well, I'm still drawing that energy from, from, from somebody. Right. So, what was the question asked? What is bitch, yes. bitch shit? And what did, what did he say? And, and so, what would you define that so as? So, his, his response to that was is that because actually the young lady he was who was in the conversation asked the same thing. She was like, So, if, if it's an, because it applies to the story. Okay. So, because remember, this is certainly went back from the story. I want to know what you think. Bro. So she goes, "Well, yeah, is a if a emotional if a man is emotional, does that make him a bitch?" He said, "No." He said, "To me, bitchiness is is if something is happening to you, and you can prevent it, or you can be proactive about your situation, and you remain to be in the same situation because you feel <laughs> like you're entitled. Like I don't need to do this, or I don't need to do this." He used <clears> the <throat> example of, it, of his nephew, and I'll make this quick. He said his nephew is 21 years old. His nephew lives with him. He said, my nephew called his mom to get a ride to work from him. He said, now, number one, we live in the same house. Why would you call your mother to call me to ask you for a ride to work that's, for your job? That's some bitch shit. Exactly. He's, a, he's, now, a, he's afraid of the man. Right. Or he's afraid. Of the conversation or he's afraid of the, no the conversation or, or the rejection or for whatever reason, he doesn't feel comfortable enough to approach another man and say, listen, on two on two platforms, one, he can't approach you for your own responsibility, and two, you don't feel um, accountable enough to say, this is how I need to get to my job. And, <clears throat> this, is for, this is for my work. So, do you think, and I have an issue with the bitchness too. Growing up being a soft kid, uh, I, I look back and look at my kids and they say, hey, I don't want you to be too sensitive about what someone may say to you or if somebody calls you a name because I was that way. You know, always running up under my mother whenever I had a confrontation with someone uh, a, a male authoritative, authoritative, you know. Yeah, I mean, some people can. My mother right? said, be right the fuck back outside. <laughs> like, hey, go but, on but, you, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I get how you see it happening now. And growing up and I'm like, yo, that that is some bitch. And I look back and I really hate it. I hate it about myself. So I try to do things and what I perceive is a man. I ask myself, what is a man? I don't think a lot of people ask that question. Right. What, what is masculinity? Not you know, enough, at least. Not enough. And how do you perceive yourself in comparison to what you said? Because well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe like you said, rah rah, sis, boom, ba, getting all angry and, and everything. Like you said, uh, discipline on on you know uh, emotional Emotion, discipline in all, aspects. in all aspects. Yeah, I, I like that because I don't think enough of us even. I, Try to focus on that. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I was saying. Like when you you made mention of somebody, he didn't take the responsibility. He wasn't. He didn't take responsibility, and then he didn't take accountability just for that. You know, for that young man, um, who was exhibiting 
you know, un, unsavory, unpleasant behavior, right? Right. Bitch, bitchness. Right. From you keep it in PC. Yeah, no, from a very definitive <clears throat> standpoint, though. Right. right. Like, you was acting like a bitch. You was mm-hmm. acting unpleasant, unsavory, like, why would I want to be around this energy? It's very, very flimsy, like, right? And so, he was unwilling to take responsibility for his job. You know what time you had to be there. You're 21, so exactly. you can catch an Uber, you can catch the bus, you can walk. There's plenty of cats we can see. And on it's the, the news. day of. Yeah, it's the day of, right? So then you didn't take responsibility for saying, let me reach out to somebody who can assist me. But then you aren't taking accountability. So you aren't taking into account somebody else's situation. Like, yo, I'm just calling my uncle day of. Right. And I'm also not taking on, yo, I need to be to be aware of these different types of things. Because in that, even in the rejection, there is a lesson. You're 21. Right. Like, at the end of the day, that's not going to be his last job. We know right. that. So if he loses that job, it's a very important lesson within that space. And so, but that's something that I would tell a young lady, just right. like I would tell a young young man. So my question we come back to is, what exudes that bitchness behavior, what exudes masculinity? Well, actually for us, because we're not talking about masculinity right. actually today, we're talking about manhood. Right. Where do those differences lie? Because again, these are the same things that I would tell a young man that I would tell a young lady. Participatory trophy. And yeah, what, we, that, we talk, I mean, that's, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty much what it is <clears throat> in, in my point of view. And, and we're not going to go too far into what your friends say because I think that that's where the change needs to happen. Right, or you where know, most of yeah. the dialogue starts. Right. Um, like you said, your mother would have made you go back. And, and, but that's a, that, I think, is a good start to fix the issue. Because if you're, if you're looking, and the reason why we opened up the show and we're going to try to do better is to give you... We're not going to try anything. Yeah, we're going to do. We're going to do better. Is to give you insight of what yeah. we think. So when I opened the show, I said, hey, I think people should look, you know, men should look people in the eye, speak loudly so people can hear them. It, it provides security and, and, it, and it displays confidence. And I believe confidence is one of the main things that we should have. Not that doesn't mean you go around peacocking every five minutes right. and trying to, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, <laughs> right. I mean punching people in the face or anything like that. But say so, you know, I'm, I'm that fly. You know, <laughs> right, right. You don't have to do that. But I, I do think that shaking, you know, look at people in the eye and say, hey, you know what? I had an issue, Uncle such and such. I think Uncle such and such should have approached him and, and, and fixed it. Not to say that he didn't, just in this scenario, because we won't go off too far on the handle. Right. Um, bitch shit, I see it in pro- professional, I say entertainment altogether. I you know, mean, just yeah, like you all, say, you know what I mean? You know, people are, too. you know, I'm a man, I'm a man, I, I let my nuts hang, but then you do some other shit. Like, what's a man to you, and are you displaying that statement? Well, what they could be two different things. I think, and, and, and when you initially posed that question. Well, what is masculinity, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we're talking about masculinity. We're talking about men. I mean, would you would you hold that in the same regard though? Masculinity, no. masculinity, and being a man, not no. necessarily manhood. No. no. So, to you, because you posed that question earlier, is what I don't think because you said that people don't ask enough. What is a man? What would you consider to be a man? I mean, quote unquote. I think I think being assuring. I think that self awareness and being. I think that being committed to self is being a man. Hmm. So if you think something, you ride with it. You can learn from it, but hey, this is how I'm going to display 
to the rest of the world. This is how I'm going to behave. I'm going to take care of my responsi- my responsibility to you first. Okay. So if I say I got a job I got to get to, like, you know, we're talking about the, if I say that, hey, you know what, I'm not going to let someone disrespect me, whatever that means. Right. Uh, I dress this in this manner. Somebody may think it's outdated. Someone may think it's, you know, gay, if, if you will. You know what I mean? We're just going to be blunt. We're just going to speak. I mean, because some think, people, you know some men yeah. use that freely. Right. And they don't use it in a homosexual term. They right. mean it they're like, yeah, yeah. you're acting you, gay, like you're, you're acting less thereof, right. like you're acting like some a people may, Yeah, some people may say, I don't have an issue, but if that person is, hey, you know, this is the way I speak, this is the way I dress, I'm okay with being me. Right. I think that that's signs of manhood. I also think that that's, that's a masculine uh, behavior, even though it can come from females as well. So would you <laughs> would you say that, not to interrupt, but I want to make sure I'm clear on your point, would you say that it walks a thin line between a healthy balance of accountability and responsibility? Well, I think... Go ahead. No, no, I, I was going to say, I think that we're... So, I actually would like to hear everybody's point of view because from two sides, from society side of what it means to be a man, especially in in our culture, in the hip-hop era culture, but also in the black culture, like, manhood is something that's meant to be revered, and it has very superficial means. I think for a lot of us, because we don't have the ability to delve deeper. It's something like... What do you mean by that? So it's kind of like thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You guys are familiar? No, I'm not. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs... (laughs) Tell the viewers what's going on. Because I know. Right, right. Because I know, but you know what I'm saying. Let me put put you on game. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, you had a gentleman named, uh, don't know his first name, but last name is Maslow, and he had the elements of, or the hierarchy of needs. So first and foremost, our needs are food, shelter. We need to be able to uh, eat. We need to be able to have something that will keep us uh, keep us covered. Then after that, we think about like being warm, being fed, all these things that are necessary after that. Then after that, it may be friendships, you know, intimate relationships. Yeah. After that, it may be uh, self-awareness. And then lastly, self-actualization. So because right now most families and most individuals are just trying to cover those first two elements, we start talking about societal uh, societal definitions of what masculinity is. And even from a very young age, I was taught, you know, a man is supposed to protect, produce, and provide, right? Correct. And then lastly, probably four years ago, three years ago, I learned that he also needs to be present. And that's impressive. You know what I'm saying? I do a little, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me? You feel me? Carry on, sir. So, so when we're there, though, right? When I was young, I was like, oh, produce, protect, and provide. When you ask, if I was to ask you guys what does produce, protect, and provide mean to you, where, where would that take you? Just, you know, quick one word answer. Finance. For for what? Uh, producing. And if, if I was to ask you what provision means, what would you say? Uh, pretty much the same thing. If you're going to provide for something, you... It would be financial. Yeah, it would be financial. So, and if I said to protect somebody, what would that, what would you guys both think? Well, that, to me, would also correlate with present. Okay. Being present. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't essentially protect the home if you're not there. Okay, so I that's, mean, you that's can, super deep. No, yeah. you you can essentially you know acquire 
home security and you know you could do all these things but you have to I heard the alarm right, right, okay. right, 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 right. I heard I got the alarm go on. I got the app. I saw the app. Y'all yeah, right? I saw and, and I would kind of piggyback off of that, you know, in order to protect in today's terms, yeah, you have to be present to educate. You know okay. what I'm saying? So if you're gonna teach or even even your your spouse, yeah. you guys gotta be able to to, to talk. Yeah. Right? yeah, we can do it through cell phones or through situations, but if something happens you need to come home and talk about it and therefore you are the one leading this into you're steering this into where we're going as far as a household. Right. So let's go a little Meaning bit. you the man. Yeah. It's a man podcast. So let's <laughs> go a little bit deeper, right? So because these are the things I'm thinking about, right? So what does it mean to to produce? Like I'm producing the the bacon, right? So so we can cook it up. Right. But am I producing love? Am I producing connection with my count with my wife or with my children? I ain't, or your I significant have, other? I don't have a wife or a significant other at the moment, but. You know, are you, am I producing, Single as a you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, am I producing good, you know, good vibes or positive identity? Am I producing identity for my, for my little ones or for the relationship? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because men often provide identity in relationships. Women often provide the intimacy in the relationship. Not mine. Dr. Umar Johnson said that. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I give credit where credit is due there. Right. You know, Mental check note. Like, I may not agree. But <laughs> I may not agree, okay. especially in today's age. Right. Okay. okay. So in that space, though, right, you have what production means. What does it mean to produce? Am I producing, you know, good good feelings? Am I producing like those memorable moments with my children? Am I producing, you know, a, a safe space for my counterpart to come talk to me? When we're talking about protection, am I protecting her heart, her mind, her dreams, her vulnerabilities, her insecurities? Right while still challenging those things so that she can grow. And when it comes to, to being present, am I really there? Because a lot of times, this cat's in the house. I mean, I was here. Right. Yeah, it's it's we like that. There. It's like that argument about being a leader or a supervisor. Yeah. Are you leading the pack? Are you supervising the counterparts? You're moving people around. It's easy to say that. I can supervise this because I can tell you to move over there. I can tell you to stand over there. I can tell you to stand over there. But after that's said and done... If I don't have the instructions to tell you what you do when you're in those places, now I'm just supervising people. Versus a leader is like, when you get over there, this is what you need to be doing. When you stay there, you stay there. Don't move. Yeah. When you're over here, you do this. So to your point, I think that that mantra or that idealism that you have about those breaking down of those points is great. But holistically, when you look at that, if you try to put somebody in this day and age a modern man of that mentality, it's very hard to try to decipher that because if you are not prepared with any of those tools, then how are you producing? How are you being present? Hang on a second, though. Times change. Like, in that form of a man, repeat it for me one time, a man is supposed to do... Produce, protect, provide, be present. Right. And you got this from who? This is youth pastor way back when, but as far as uh, man providing identity in relationships, okay. women providing so intimacy in When it comes down, you're talking about something that belief systems change. Especially society it, itself, it, it throws just like technology. Right. So we had roles, gender roles, or you know what I'm saying? You have um, adult roles. So those aren't the same as they used to be. You know what I mean? Like we started off saying, hey man, today we don't have a village to raise to raise a child. Everybody's designed to be individuals. Everybody. Right. You got your own, you know what I mean, social media accounts, three, four, five of those. 
at your own apartment, get your own house. Houses are being broken up because people aren't being, in my opinion, smart enough from a man's point of view to choose the right woman, meaning, and I'm just talking or the about right from, situation. the right situation. Or I'm just right speaking situation. from my experiences, choosing the right woman who's going to do what I need it done, you know what I'm saying, to, to provide that... Um, that emotional that emotional need. It's almost like a cohesiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And I was being an idiot. Yeah. And that's the reason why I have a bunch of failed relationships. Now, did I learn from them? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it it didn't take that many times. I mean, you learn from all your lessons. You, you hope, hope to. Well, you hope to. You hope. You hope to. Not everybody does. True. So, True. you know what I mean? Today, when you're preaching masculine, masculine energy, masculinity, what is a man... Where do you get that from? Well, or yes. how, as far as, you know what I'm saying? Because it's changing. Like, you, it was instilled in you somehow. And yeah, well, I, and I think, that, I think that is, I think that is, is vital, though, that we remember that, like, when it came to identity and identifies, and this is why I say men provide the identity, uh, and it may not be your father. It may not be your father, okay. but a man is often going to give cadence to what an identity, what identifiers are, i.e., We'll go out if if your father's not in the home, and I'm in you know I'm in the hood. I'm gonna have examples of what being a man looks like. Right. So if I saw the hustler on the street, he had all the chicks, he had the dope car, and he had money in his pocket. That's and I see that on a day to day basis because part of you know fatherhood I believe is also just that repetition of mm -hmm. seeing somebody on a day to day basis, right? The consistency of of those characters, if you will. So I see him every day. Yo, little, yo, little man, you need a need a dollar. Yeah, right, right. Run and give me something from the store, little man. Yeah, I got you when you get you know back. what I'm saying. And then you yeah. got you got some candy for yourself, yeah. right. and you got whatever he needed for you, and you got five dollars. But you know why that is though? That relationship is built because now it's an even exchange of emotion, whether it's a transaction yeah. or people experiencing that. Because now this young little man who's never had that figure in his home Fancy. outside of the home or anything after that has now attached himself to a transaction that has gave given him an emotional, you know, um, an emotional feedback. But there's right. no education in that scenario. It no, is. there is. It is. You still get educated. It is. That, but it's just the same thing that you were saying, like the community. It might not be, it might lack luster because it's not high profile on the educational rank. You're not receiving a lot of knowledge, but you're getting something from that exchange. I'm, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. I, no, because the only thing that I was going to say was it's the same thing when you were saying, like, you know, communities don't exist. No, they exist. They just, they're just distorted. Because, again, that, that young man on the block is creating a community. Those gangs, those, these, all these new gangs and little gangs that are popping up are creating community. So it's not, I'm just separate. And, pe and young people, the, the, the post millennials, have a need to connect. That's why you see. The, you see things going viral so quickly because, right. yo, I know I'm an individual, but I'm going to do what everybody else is doing. And so it, it becomes those things when you have those identifying markers. I didn't grow up with my father and grew up in a single parent home. So my mom at a very young age was always like, yo, I can never teach you how to be a man. But that's right? from your mother's standpoint. Some women think they can do it. But that's not a reality because... Because my mom broke it down like this. It's opinion basis. No, no, no. It, let me, let me give you a perfect example. She says, I know, I don't know remotely how it feels when you, to get an erection. I agree with that statement. No, I, but so, so there's elements, there's elements that she will never fully understand. 
right? Like, I, it doesn't matter if, if I'm blessed to have a, a daughter, right? And she's telling me that I got my period. I don't know what that embarrassment feels like. Right. I as a human or that experience. Yeah, or that experience is I know as a human being what it feels like to be embarrassed. But the mortification of your womanhood coming into being, right. I can't speak to that. She couldn't speak to me about what a wet dream was or what what responsibility actually looked like. Or so, raising emotions of adolescence or yeah, coming in contact with with uh with turmoil or conflict. Or also or also hierarchy. So when we're dealing in, in, in men's, around men, there's a natural hierarchy that usually forms. There's just, it just is, right? And so all these different types of things create manhood to before, a certain degree. Before you get too deep, why do you say it just is? When did I say it just is? It just is. Right. <laughs> Prior to. But no, uh, it's, it's a, the cap, well, wait, the caveat to that is, because we talked about, and we're going to circle back for two seconds. Yeah. Caveat to that is, is that, Early we talked about, well, what is a man? By, de by definition, whether you're looking at an encyclopedia or a dictionary, the first thing it makes mention to is not a woman. A male human being. So by definition, it being so what it is... Quick, I don't believe it. I'm go oh, <laughs> it being what... I looked it up twice. <laughs> <laughs> it being what it is, or it, it is what it is, a comment that he just made, is the irony of that is, is that by definition, one of the first things we learned... As homo sapiens is, that's a woman, that's a man. Whether it's physical, whether if in this day and age people identify with it or not, it is what it is. That's a woman, that's a man. Then we have to go forward and break it down from those standpoints, which is probably one of the reasons why we're having this conversation yeah, tonight. He just said, you know, there's always a, a hierarchy. It just is. Why? We're, we're, we're talking to ourselves. We're also... You know, have people right, you know, and that's why I made that point about a definitive version of a man versus a woman, because it was odd that you not odd, but the irony of you asking that question at that point in time, because he said that is to just that people wonder what you're asking right now. Why is that hierarchy just is? Why is it like that? Why are we just considering? Well, that's a man and that's a woman. Well, what is a man? And everybody's dumbfounded. Or they could say, well, what is a woman? And everyone, you know, well, they bleed, you know, in the mud, and he can have an erection. They won't. Well, and, and again, like you said, times have changed where now we are having, you know, gender. We ain't talking about that. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but, no, but here's what we I'm saying. Gonna, like, we ain't going to so, walk into that door but that's tonight. What we can, but that's, that's why we start to have elements of misunderstanding, of confusion. You know what I'm saying? Because you have people who are like, well, I don't feel internally like I look externally which is a, again is a totally different conversation but when I'm saying it is what it is especially when it comes to the male hierarchy or the, the hierarchy that you'll find in social groups is because what's going to happen I said something crazy right when a dude says something crazy disrespectful uh, confrontational yo say something again motherfucker right we can do this but what's, the, either, that, but, but what's also the first thing you revert to or a man will revert to. I'm a grown ass man. Right. I'm a grown ass man. Or, or, you can't talk to me crazy yeah, like that. Or you just pop him in the face. But I'm just saying. Right. True, true. But, but again, you're thinking about. I'm sorry. Because because that's what I was going to say. Like, for me, once you understand that, okay, there's a certain level of respect, right, that has to be in those spaces. Uh, a cat put, put me onto this. He was like, listen, women often experience. 
love through feelings. So a woman is never committed to you. She's never been committed to you. She's always committed to the way that you feel. That's why when a woman's fed or the way, do, or the way, or the way that you, you make, make her feel. feel. Yeah, or the way, yeah. So I said that wrong. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> we, 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 we got it. But, but for the listeners. <laughs> but that's why when a woman's fed up, ain't nothing you can do about it, right? right? Like she, she gone. But for men, it generally is not so much for the, especially the hyper masculine man. It's not so much about the feeling as much as it is about the admiration, honor, and respect. So that's why when women start getting disrespectful, it becomes a serious problem. And motherfucker want to go out there and fuck another girl because oh she being disrespectful. She and again, when you know it's Kevin Hart's joke. What's yeah. the worst? What's the <laughs> worst thing that a man can ever call a woman? Bitch. And he got octaves for that, right? You're right, bitch, right? Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I challenge that, that, that word now. Mm. But yeah. exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, what's the worst thing that a that a woman could could call a man? It's let let your imagination wonder. My right? goodness. And and there's dudes <laughs> who know how to move in those spaces as well. But again, when it comes back to to manhood, most men will not tolerate disrespect. When you say not tolerate, what do you give me examples? If you okay. were not to tolerate so, disrespect, what so does that here's entail? Here's a conundrum: we will not tolerate, we will not tolerate tones of disrespect. No, sorry, no, no tones, no, no, no pun intended. Okay, uh, but we will. If we're talking to, we're good. That's good though. Tones of disrespect. Tones of disrespect. Uh, but if we're having a conversation with somebody and you and I interrupt you and you like, yo, bro, don't interrupt me again. And I'm like, who the fuck is you? Right. Ryan O'Neill or something? <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're like, yo, don't worry about all that. Don't interrupt me again. I told you I paid for your money when I feel like <laughs> shit. <laughs> that also goes back. No, no, no. Because I, I may not fight you, may not come down. I'm just, I may just remove myself from the from the situation. Right. Now, within that space, how much do we tolerate disrespect internally? Well, that was his question initially, though, to you personally. Yeah, what are you tolerating and what are you not? Yeah, you're right. So, it be, because again, it becomes two different things. So, yeah. if you're talking to me crazy, I'm not tolerating that. So, talking to you respond? crazy. How do you respond? For me, I may not. It depends on the situation and it depends on the level of disrespect. In certain situations, I just may walk off. Very few situations has it come to a physical altercation has never come to like an all-out fist fight. Right, it right. may be a push, right. you know, like some posturing, yeah, like. But it, for me, it's never had to right. come to an all right. fist fight. Number one, I was six four. I've been six four for a long time. Mm -hmm. That height, if I'm not trying to start nothing, but I'm happy to finish it, looks much different from the dude who's talking a whole lot of craziness. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Um, and I run my mouth, but I also speak very eloquently. Right. So like, it's it's a different. You want to have this intellectual conversation, right? And that's generally where it's going to remain. Also. When somebody goes up, I get low. So if somebody gets more upset, the happier I get. Right. right. Oh, you, oh, so you mad? Right. Right. Hey, mad. Okay. Kind mad. of sarcasm. How do you handle disrespect? Um, understanding. Because first, I need to understand why why you disrespect me. Why can't we just get along? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean it, I don't mean it like I want to get along with you. I okay. want to understand because I'm I'm to me before I, I knock like, you out. I need to understand why. Straight up, okay. Because to me, it's it's a very thin line between um, 
thoughts being exchanged and fists being exchanged. If okay. I get to the height where I'm going to physically harm you, I'm going to go off the handle. Okay. So I, to me, I have to walk that line very, very carefully. Yeah. So for me, I have to have understanding of why you're upset or why you feel like you can disrespect me. Okay. So objectively, I'm like, did I, did I put myself in a position to feel like you could disrespect me? Did you take my kindness for weakness? Mm. Can I let that slide? If so, I'd be like, all right, you got it, my man. No sweat. Just in my head, I'm thinking like, we're gonna end this now. Right. We're gonna yeah, end I'm this. Gonna I'm gonna step here. away because for whatever reason you felt like I was putting myself in a situation so you could disrespect me, I'm gonna take myself out of that situation. If it continues, what do you do? If it continues and escalates. You're in public. I'm gonna give you a scenario, you're in public. Right. A social event, you know what I'm saying? Bump, bump, bump. Drinks feel on my, right. on my shit. Right now, <laughs> on my shit. You feel me? You that, spill it on him. Damn, right. Sean. Right. Hey, right. damn, girl. Hey. What's up? And What's now, up, now you have a situation. So I'm like, oh, my bad, my man. I'm sorry. I, ain't, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. You you yeah. know what? My man, let me, I, let me get you another drink, fam. That was my what you gonna do with this? What you gonna do with this, what, though? Look, man, I, 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 my man, I can't do nothing for you right now. I'm not a cleaner. <laughs> right. You did what I'm saying? I can't, I can't clean your shit right now. However... Let me get you a drink. Now, if it escalates, now I'm at a point where, like, why are you getting loud? Right. Oh, like, you want to know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with, like, oh, so that's, that's what we're doing. Because now I'm understanding. You feel upset. You feel slighted. You feel like I ruined your shit, and I can't do nothing about it. You and your feelings. So that's what, to me, is it's like, who's in their feelings more? Okay. How, who's does, in, how does a man handle that? Now, a man... Like myself, mm -hmm. at some point in time, I always have the mantra, if you put your hands on me, it's fair game. Got it. it's I have enough respect for myself and for you as a man to say, we can go back and forth all night. But as soon as you touch me, it's go time. It's go time. It's go time. How do you handle a, a, an aggressive, something that, that makes you feel that, that something may happen physically? In that same situation, it's, there's nobody that I need to protect except myself. Mm -hmm. So more times than not, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna walk away because my mind tends to go 20, 20 steps ahead. Mm. I win. This person's badly injured. Go to the hospital. I get arrested. Got to go to court. Oh damn! Chestnut shepherd. Yeah, right. Or I don't win. I'm a world star. <laughs> I'm a world star, and and I'm a hard. I'm gonna be a hard dude to miss. Oh, that's the motherfucking hat. You know the motherfucking hat. <laughs> Nigga, the cat in the hat. That, he, yeah, like, he got he got his ass knocked Somebody out. Somebody walked right? the dog on his ass. Right? <laughs> so, so, right, right, right. So, so I'm thinking that, but I'm also look, but I'm also paying attention to my surroundings. So it it is like, all right, this cat rushed me. What's my extra strategy? Mm -hmm. Um, and and is it worth it? And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's not. Right. And so at that point, what I think that a man does is a man takes time to evaluate a situation. Mm -hmm. He takes a breath and says, "All right, I can either discipline myself. This is an opportunity for me to show discipline and then also show responsibility." Because what I loved about what you said was. What did I do to put Wayne. myself in this situation? Right. About what Wayne said. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is also going to be on audio once we... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. My bad. About what Wayne said was, how did I put myself in this situation? Right. Like, all right, 
maybe I was too close, right? right. It's, it's something that I've been studying the last eight months called radical responsibility, right? Everything is my fault. Because if everything is my fault, then I have the opportunity to and fix You have more control it. over your situation. Right? So, for all you point guards out there, <laughs> that's your job on the basketball court. <laughs> if you didn't know right. that or not. Felt like we was about to go down like a LeBron James <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I think that in, at my in my best in my best self in my best mindset, I'll just be like, again, I'm cool with my my G. Right. Like first first of all, I'm dressed way no, too well so fly for this shit for for doing all you that. Understand right? me? And number two, it ain't even really worth all that. Now, if it was my lady, or like. You know, my my sister from another mister, mm-hmm. like any one of those types of situations, or a child, I'm killing somebody. Like if if need be, right? Um, now, and that's just a different. What about now. wait? What about you? Yeah, don't be as trying to as, just as far as what I mean. I, I same situation, same scenario you pose. Yeah, uh, tell I, you know, I I try to walk away because I believe that I'm I have dreams, and just like you mm. know, Michael says. You going to jail? Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> like Dream you're going go to jail and, you're gonna go to jail anyway for fighting. Right. Yeah. Worst case scenario, somebody kills me. Now right. I'm not here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then it just you know it can only go better from there. But I mean, how many bad situations can you get into? Right. And you may get caught. You may lose. Be on World Star. You may be hurt. May get knocked out in front of your girl. She don't lost respect for you. And you don't need all Sorry, that. Sorry, baby. Hey, but yeah, right, she's leaving. She's not talking. But she, she leaving. She's she, yeah, she out. She getting a ride home from this dude. Right. Because, you know, I believe when that women look for you. Yeah, it goes right. wrong. Goes wrong. She wants protection, and yeah. you can't protect her. Right. So, uh, I'm going to try to resolve the situation using my mind. I've, I've heard too many stories where things like that happen, and you don't look cool doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Catching a body ain't cool. No, I say, ain't we getting too old? Or like, I feel like I'm old. Old. I feel like we get to the age like where the old school players be like, listen, listen, young bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't fight. I don't fight no more. I don't fight. I, don't fight. I, 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 I just, I just shoot mother. You know what's crazy about what you said earlier is like you go when when people go when people go high with it, you go low yeah. and you laugh. And half of the time, I'm thinking like, is this for real? Like I'm literally oh, yeah. in my head like, it's are so you for real? outdated. Like, are you are you for real? Are some people puffing up for this? Oh, like, for me, I'm not because I'm petty. Like <laughs> but some people believe that that's masculinity. Hey, I, I got a peacock. You know right. what I mean? And peacocking is just you know showing your feathers. You know, showing how yeah. massive you can you know get pumping your, chest, pumping your out. chest out. Thank you. Um, but it, it's a situation where you try to remove yourself from the position. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. You yeah. know what? It, you got it. Hey, whatever it is, if right. you want to call me, as long as it stays words like you say. We're good. Yeah. If it goes, I've been in situations where, you know, I got a six foot two dude. He easily three spins, and he ain't fat. I'm like, I got to gouge this dude's eyes. I'm gonna have to take a kneecap. I'm gonna have to take a kneecap. Yeah, kneecap first, soft spots on the face. Yeah. Because this ain't a fair fight. Straight up. At the time I was. But but see that's what I'm saying. There's there's still a level of hierarchy, right? Even in that conversation that you said. And I, I think that that's where that manhood conversation, because again, if I'm blessed to, to have children, it's a, it's a doggy dog. Hey, little right. pup, yeah. I'll bite your head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get crazy talking to me. Yeah. Like if your son, 17, 16, 16, well, 16 in November, 16, 16, come up to you. Well, I ain't doing that because I don't feel it. Wait, hold, wait. Take some of that bass out your That's voice. That's exactly first. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna look around first. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't think you're gonna 
You're going to teach him. Hey, man, that's not necessary. No, what I'm going to say is, hey, take that bass out of your voice. I'm going to be like, hey, you all right? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing you're going to say. <laughs> hey, you need to eat something? You want some chicken? <laughs> Why are you upset? And that's when I And I that's going to diffuse it because he's going to get, he's going to laugh at me. Right. He's going to laugh at me. And he's going to be like, no, but dad, you're, okay, well, let's address it like that. And I think that, again, teachable, so right. teachable moments are super important because the, the old school player that we was talking about in the beginning right. would have said something like, potentially, I don't want to speak on him, yeah. but potentially would have been like, take that bass at your voice, who you think you're talking to, I, I'll mess you up, look, because hey, right. you, you don't know your place. Right. Right. Hang on. Or some but variation. In, but in the situation of his nephew, going back to that, he probably should have stepped to him and said, you need bass in your voice. Like, I need to teach you, and I think we should teach and he actually did give him a okay. teachable moment. I, and I won't and I won't share all oh, of that. Yeah, because, it's none of it. It's none of it. Right. But Hold he did give on. him a teachable moment. But to that point, even so, um, you know, I just feel like what what and I guess this will be a question. I can pose another question to you guys. What were the best teachable moments for you growing up trying to or converting yourself into a man that you know you are now? Oh gosh. Um I had a, a, a father figure and an older brother who um, didn't talk to me that much. My brother did only when we got older, but we had such an estranged relationship uh, relationship growing up. Then I didn't really listen to him. It took a while for me to hit it, you know, and get the points that he was making. And I took those, and a lot of what you see, how I speak, how I carry myself in public, is due to my older brother. Right. Uh, the other gentleman, um, it was more so watching him. You know, he didn't talk. He came from a household where you don't have to explain anything to a child. But watching him, watch how he takes care of his clothes. Watch how he grooms himself. Watch how he, you know, reacts in public or how he does things. He was a very powerful guy, but he never displayed that. He didn't have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been through stuff, you know what I mean, and wars and whatnot. He spoke. But he it spoke, spoke yeah, his, 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 his Yeah, his presence. But being that little soft kid, I didn't get enough of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mother's way too protective on letting her sons grow up and be men right. in my in my point of view. And that's just, you know, my, I talk to my mother to this day, and she says that, you know, I should have just, you know, let him have the reins so you guys get. A lot of people say, oh, when they ha have a conversation with me oftentimes, oh, you're very smart, or you're this and that. Yeah, that's 30% of dudes. Right. Imagine if I got 50% or 60%, mm, or yeah. maybe the whole 100, I'd be in a, a better situation than my shitty-ass mistakes that I made before. You know what I mean? And maybe I still make them, but maybe I learn quicker. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. Same saying? same thing with me. I mean, I I came from where my parents got divorced and separated at an early age, and then my father ended up passing before I was sixteen. Wow. Mm -hmm. So for me, I could only take tidbits of those interactions and grasp onto them as much as possible. My dad was very charismatic, which is I think one of the reasons why I get. You know, well, why you can talk to anybody, or and this is what people tell me. I'm not too my own horn, but why you can talk to anybody? You can go anywhere and talk to you know. Um, but I, he would command that when he stepped in the room, not from an ego perspective, but he just had this vibrance about him. He would give me like little tidbits on the go. I, that's what I call it, like little. He would say stuff like, you know, a man needs three things in the world. He needs a dark suit, a nice time piece, and money in his pocket. You always supposed to have those things, no matter what. It, it, it does, <laughs> but going through life and you apply that those things, you think about it like, well, so you're gonna have to go to a job interview. Mm -hmm. 
Right. You're going to go to a funeral. You're going to go to a formal event. You need a dark suit. Cool. You should always keep a little cash in your pocket. Yeah. I tell my wife and my son that all the time because yeah. they get so caught up in this and the, the, the technology age, they feel like I don't need it. And then when it comes to a place where I don't, you know. Cash is king, wait till your phone die, or you get a, you know, somebody hack your, hack your, right. <laughs> your electronics. You and, the, and the, it's just the aesthetic of a timepiece or a watch has always been something timeless for a man. Just having that is, um, it, it's oh. almost. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, man. Oh, my bad. You know. But he would also say things like, um, I remember when my father had his first stroke, we went to go see him in the hospital. And my sister, my older sister was with me. This is going to trip you out. I, I know this. <laughs> right. I think I Comes to the hospital. We come to the hospital. And he pulls out a small grocery bag of condoms. And he gives it to both of us. Y'all gone. Y'all take it. And we like... Dad, you're in the hospital for having your stroke. How the fuck do you have all these condoms? <laughs> That's number one. Number two, why are you giving this? Mm-hmm. So that's two of y'all. He said, listen, <laughs> you you know, I would rather you be safe than sorry. Okay. It was very simple. Very simple thing. He would say stuff like, this and this is his last thing. He would say like, you know, if a, if a woman got dirty feet, you don't need to be with her. Boom. Dirty sneakers, dirty feet. I said, what? <laughs> I'm thinking like, Dad, like, mind you, I'm like maybe 12 years old. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to see this lady feet? But in the long run, man, yo, that's, <laughs> yo, that's some real Jesus. In the long run, it's like if a woman can't take care, take care of her feet, if you got shoes on, you pull your shoes off and your feet dirty, or that's an inclination of something. Right. Yeah, like, let me tell you the genius of that, though, for, for us modern day, bro. How many times have you been in the club? Oh, my And you God. see the girl take off her shoes. And... No matter, listen, no matter how bad she is. I, right. I'm judging. I am. I, I am. I do that with, with chip toenails and fingernails. Okay. If you got chip toenails yeah. and fingernail polish, if you're not willing to, to take to, that little yeah, time. tidy right. up what I can see. Right. Mm. What, what's, what, what? Mm. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I see this. I see, I see you. this. But you, good grief. Come but on, baby. That, like, that all, all that said is that. You take those fundamental pieces of information, whether minute or major they are, and you translate that into you how you grow up yeah. as a person. Yeah. Whether you're getting it from an older counterpart, you know, because you have a long and I don't I can't speak from anybody else who had a father in the house or didn't have a father in the house, but at a certain age, I think genetically we have a longing for that male perspective. Oh, we well, look for it. And what was your piece of yeah, I mean, so for me, it was it was several moments. It was not having having the absence, right? So for me, a teachable moment, because teachable is not always necessarily positive. Agreed. Feelings, right? <laughs> Agreed. So it was eight years old, third, fourth grade, no, second or third grade. You know, uh, a father, a father son interaction, and I'm like, yeah, my my dad isn't in the house, so my right. uncle. Would often take the reins in those situations, but it then starts begging questions like, "Why don't he love me? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do to 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 warrant these different types right. of things?" Right, the Will right? Smith from yeah. Fresh Prince. Well, yeah, right. but why don't yeah? Why doesn't he love me? Type situation. Because we joke about it, but it's such a powerful moment. In television. Yeah, right. And and so my father recently, um, and he's probably gonna end up seeing this because he follows me on Facebook. But, okay, <laughs> but What's up? what up? <laughs> but one of the things that ended up happening. For me, was as I was getting older, I was watching these men do certain things. Again, 
accountable? Are you going to be accountable? Are you going to be responsible? Because at 10, you see this larger-than-life, God-like figure. One of my one of my mentors was 6'7", you know, um, 280 at that point. He used to be on the basketball court. <laughs> right, right. He used to be on the basketball court, right? And you... You know, at, at even so, even at five, ten, nine years old, I'm like, man, this dude is huge, Massive. right? Um, but then certain shortcomings bring down his size a bit, and you, you're reminded that he's human. Um, whether it was, you know, a pastor who taught me a lot, and one of the things that they actually taught me about manhood and just being a human being is that these interactions um, still have offerings with them. So my father not being in my life. I've, I've told you guys off air, you know, like it left pockets, right, uh, in these holes of what it meant to be a man, as it will with anyone, it w- for some, well, and some yeah. some are blessed, I think. right, but for me it left a lot of pockets and it left a lot of uh, abandonment issues, like yo, man, see you gonna leave me just like he did, so it wasn't until mm. about twenty seven, um, and actually jumping before that around twenty two, I remember I got started getting into hats, you know what I'm saying, right. and. Uh, millinery and all those other different types of things. And I was stepping I'm outside. Sorry, millinery? Uh, hat making. You said gut fishing? Definition. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said gut fishing. <laughs> so millinery is, is basically the uh, making of hats and the, the cultivating of hats. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Smart art, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, so 22. So 22, I'm stepping out the house. Got my fedora on. Putting it to the side. My mom kind of steps outside of the door and be like, mm, you are so your father's son. And by then, we mm. and I had a conversation. And, you know, I was in Talladega Nights. Don't you put me on that. <laughs> Don't right. put that on me. <laughs> you are not paralyzed. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we were, uh, excuse me, movie references. But, uh, oh, they get it. But, <laughs> but, so I'm stepping out. And as I'm getting older, like, I just had a conversation with my mom last week. And it was like, yo, man, I need to know. I need to talk to my pops more because, again, uh, a book by T.D. Jakes called Emotions, not plugging, but like it was an interesting book because it says that the cycles that we go through after we get past the age of 45 and 50, that's the time when our uh, testosterone and estrogen levels actually even out, similar to how a woman's would. Mm. So we start being more emotional. Why you don't want to spend no time with me right. to, with, to your kids? So what you like, saying? <laughs> You know, I said, why you why you don't want to be with me like to your kids? It'd be right. like, man, because we going out and you wasn't around when we was young. You was yeah, in the house, yeah, right, right? But you wasn't around. That's not you wasn't outside. Not, you wasn't outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You weren't you weren't in the gym, right? Like, so, but I was I was getting all these different types of things right together. Right. And so now that he's getting older, mortality is really becoming a very real yeah. thing. He reaches out more, and I love my father, right? Yeah. Like I, there's a genuine love there, but now it's time. So now that conversation of of manhood is running out of time. Talk about it, right? So talk about we it. are sitting there, sitting. He'll call me. He'll hit me with the "Y'all love you." I'm like, "Y'all love you too," but it's like, "But you my son," because my mom is remarried. Right. This other person I have a very different dynamic with. Yeah. Different love story there. He's yeah. been around since I was a baby. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so. But you my son, because I need that lineage. I need that legacy to be held on. Otherwise, I cease to exist Right. on some level, right? Can you appreciate that from him? Though? Most definitely. And so now it's, it, I told my mother, you know, the other, probably about three days ago, like, yo, I got to, all right, I got to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from him. Because, again, not only do we need to connect on that level, but, again, from a health standpoint, mm-hmm. yo, what, do you, what does a family suffer with? 
what emotional issues or psychological issues may be in, in our family lineage because I don't know you. And so therefore I'm leaving out elements of who I am and how I'm responding, right? And so I think that for me, those life lessons were were the, the biggest things in helping me develop because I know that I, I have emotional, a lot of uh, feminine undertones energy, but that doesn't make me less of a man. Right. And so I think that that's where we're having that conversation just to, to bring kind of full circle when we're talking about the, the business right. is are you, you know, are you missing the accountability, the responsibility and being self, self-aware and then also understanding that you are leaders of communities, mm-hmm. that you have to set the, the parameters and be disciplined enough to position, to position people in order to lead them, not supervise them. Correct. Right. And so. Those are the things that that I kind of that I took away just to bring it back full circle because I don't want to ever be unpleasant or unsavory. Um, as a man, mm-hmm. we should be able to create wonderful environments that other people can thrive in because we're the boss and we understand right. our own our own space and we should live within our own identities without being apologetic about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I took I took that for sure. <laughs> we um. First podcast of the All Man Podcast. This is pretty oh, deep. Man. But oh, we, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. We will, you know, we really want to work out uh, the kinks. Stay with us. We're going to have less. They're all going to be deep, but they're just going to be less. They're going to be more lighthearted. And sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you stay with us. And if you disagree with something that we say, hey, write into us. Uh, what are they writing into? They are writing into <laughs> the All Man Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, man. A-W-E-M-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Oh, man. Also. This ain't church. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, we are uh, present on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, You can also hit us up on our fan page, which is All Man Podcast. Um, We're going to try to. I'm sorry. We're going to be putting out an episode every week, um, recording on Mondays, getting the content to you as soon as possible. Um, you can also visit us live on Mondays when we're recording. We would love for you guys to comment, um, engage with us. Let us know how we're doing, man. We're doing this for you guys and for us. Wait, wait. What channel we, what, what, what channel are we going to be on? We're going to be on a new channel. What, what channel are we going to be on? What channel? The Rand Network? Oh, the Rand Network. Can we shout out the folks? God, of course. Damn. My, my apologies. Fresh on the Rand Network. God damn. Coming to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yo, before we get up out of here, what is one thing based on this conversation that we could do in order to, as as men, be better, be better men, or to actually position ourselves to be men just in general for the young folks, or, for, or you know, for some for some uh, our peers. I think the biggest thing is um, be, be a community. Be, know that it's okay to be vulnerable and to talk and to share your experiences and talk to another man. And it's not, you know, you're not soft. You're not, you know, it's not anything to do with your sexuality. Being open to talk and hearing people, another person's viewpoint, especially a man. That's what, you know, I get a lot of my information from. I get a lot of things that I, I learn from talking to you guys. 
that's why we started this. So I just think being open to that and having those kind of conversations and get in deep without having to be disrespectful, you know, loud and just because you don't agree. Listen, you can hear Jimmy, <laughs> but are you listening to Jimmy? Listening to Jimmy Fryer. That was a great one, though. I like that one. I'm going to take that one with me tonight. Go ahead. Oh, that you, was that yours that you can hear, Jimmy? No, no, I, I mean, no, 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 I'm saying I liked his viewpoint. Now I would like to hear yours, Michael Andrew. <laughs> I can hear Jimmy. You're not Jimmy. listening to Jimmy, though. I can hear Jimmy. No, so I think, right. so I think for me, it is community. Mm. Um, people forget that if you're going to be a king, that you you don't lord over your own, own castle. You lord over a kingdom. So we first have to stand on our own square, and then we have to maintain the the uh, the royal presence in our household, and then reach out to our communities. If you have kids, your kids sh- should have their friends over. You should have their friends over because you need to know who they spend the time with. But you also need to to remember that you are a consistent presence, both visually as well as socially, and then also. Um, in those intimate moments when somebody may have a question about masculinity and manhood and that you have a responsibility and you have to hold yourself accountable to that next generation. We owe it to them because we either got it or we didn't. Yeah. Agreed. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that as well. Y'all got some good ones, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, respect. One must hold yourself to a higher respect before you can learn to give or receive respect from others. You have to have enough awareness to say, this is who I am as a person, and I'm going to do better as a person, so that way what I put out into this world will be a better product. You have to respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself enough to want to do better, or want to interact, or want to build your community, you will never understand what it is to be a man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, we're gonna run that in the ground. I, I don't know why <laughs> we're gonna do it. Uh, so yeah, man, this is all man podcast. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check us out. Yeah, check us out. We'll work on it's gonna get better as we grow. You're gonna grow with us. Uh we're signing off. Yeah, man. I'm Tony I'm Wayne. Davis. Oh. Nah. There you go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you were talking about. Tony Davis, check out Wall Street, the original, not Wall Street Two, not Wolf of Wall Street. Pay attention to Gordon Gecko. Not saying be a dirtbag, but it's good guidance from a man. <laughs> oh, pay attention to John Q then. That's a good representation <laughs> of a man, man too. One. Like, okay. That's a good one. Hey, M.A. And, um, Michael, you know. Oh, yeah, M.A., I'm sorry. Go watch Dolomite, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get you some pimping about this. If, if we have any uh, people who aren't street or maybe of a different ethnic makeup, of that elk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of that elk. Because we're reaching all types of men, but, you know, our point of view is coming from, of course, three black men. We have different lives, but we welcome all. Yeah, so don't be no rest haven for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are. <laughs>